Bev, you could come, come forward. So as I said, John and Bev Adkins, some of our missions partners, are here in person. Yeah, give them a round of, a, round of applause. They're going to take some time and share, give us an update on what is going on in Roatan, Honduras. So, good to see you, John. Oh, thank you. Bev. Thank you so much. Wow. There's so many new faces here. Um, again, so if, uh, if you have not, you know, if you don't know who we are, again, John and Bev, and the church, the Indy Vineyard Church here sent us out four years ago. So we just celebrated our fourth year in Roatan, Honduras. Before that, we never envisioned ourselves uh, on the mission field. And, uh, but, you know, God called us. It was very clear. And um, I just want to thank the church, everybody here. Uh, the church has been very supportive uh, of us, you know, through these years and, you know, the ones that sent us out. So it's, uh, it's a privilege to be here and kind of share with you, you know, what God's been doing and what we've been up to. Um, before I do that, I feel kind of obligated to share something with you you might not be aware of. It's cold here. Okay, I mean, I checked, it's 80 degrees in Roatan, Honduras, so, I mean, this isn't just today, I'm talking about it's cold every day here when I get up, and uh, so it's taking a little getting used to, but, um, well, no, I won't get used to it. Um, there we judge the, the temperature of how warm it is by the number of shirts you wear the day, so, you know, it's a two-day shirt or three-day shirt, because they get soaking wet, and you change into a, you know, a dry shirt, and take off again. So, um, so again, just to give you kind of a recap of, of what's going on there, what this past year's looked like to us, um, one of the things that we're very involved in there is uh, their rehab center, um, where men and women are in there uh, that are uh, trying to recover from alcohol and drug abuse. And uh, it's, it's really been uh, a highlight of our week to go there each week and do a, a lead worship and a Bible study there. Uh, we also join in with another ministry there that uh, every other week goes in and takes a hot meal and feeds them there. And we've seen just many salvations uh, through the centers. Just it's doing a tremendous job uh, of, you know, of just helping these people to break free from the bondage they're in of addiction. Um, the only thing that we and, and would like for you to join with us in prayer about is that they need a transition home. Uh, when these men and women leave the rehab center and they're doing great and everything, they have no place to go. A lot of them, their families have uh, disowned them. Uh, so they're back on the street. And so they're back with the people that they need to be away from. And so there's a lot of the people that, you know, go back into drinking drugs. And so, and we've seen, you know, some of them that they're third time back into the rehab because they get, they, you know, they stumble and they come back in. And God's, you know, as you know, God is so gracious and good to forgive us and just keep picking us up and putting us back on the road and, and, for, and forward. We even had the, the privilege of one of the graduates there, uh, one of the men that graduated from the rehab that came and lived with us in our home for two months. Um, a real experience for us, uh, you know, you, you learn a lot when you're that close and kind of understand, you know, just kind of what their battles and struggles are and so forth. So, um, again, unfortunately, he's one that needs to go back to the rehab. He's kind of straight away and, and so forth, but... Um, 
So, uh, you know, and, and, you know, with the rehab, like once a week, Bev drives some volunteers from the rehab down to a animal shelter where uh, the volunteers will go and, and walk and feed the animals and so forth. It gives them activities. So they try to, the rehab tries to do a lot of community activities to keep them involved in, in you know, doing things there. Um, the other thing that we love doing is street ministry. Uh, so there's uh, many weeks that we'll partner with one of our pastor friends there and generally go to, uh, and those that were on the mission trip, you're familiar with this, an, an area of a uh, city called Coxon Ho called The Pond. So it's a very poor area. And we'll go and we'll, you know, take them a meal. Uh, we'll do worship down there. I mean, just set up on the side of the road and share God's word. And um, it just, you know, I just love doing that. Just engaging with the people there, hearing their stories and, you know, praying with them. And um, just, you know, again, the experience that that is. We also try to help out, not try, also we do help out with uh, one of the uh, main clinics on the island. It's the Clinic Esperanza. And it's one of the, the most well-known clinics on the island. It has saved thousands and thousands of lives. And uh, so we, once a week, uh, we do with, uh, again, a, a group of people do pill counting. And so they'll bring in, say, 25,000 pills that are in big bags and need to be put into, you know, bags of like 10 or 20 pills. And so, you know, we spend two or three hours um, fellowshipping and counting pills. So we're pill counters. So, um, And then again, Bev, also uh, there's volunteers that come from the U.S. and other countries, uh, medical students that volunteer their time and come in and Bev will drive a van to the airport and pick up the volunteers and get them settled in to where they're staying. So my wife stays busy on the road. She, uh, she you know, carries people around a lot. Uh, she takes uh, Crystal, who is, um, has a uh, children's ministry called the Kids Culbert. And so uh, six days a week, she feeds uh, 50 to 60 kids uh, at her home. And um, it's you know, just amazing uh, because, again, this home is very small. They don't, they don't have much, and they are just... And Crystal and her husband uh, actually came out of the rehab center. They graduated from there and have just really been trying to give back to the community. And so Bev will take her to, uh, to buy groceries for the, the ministry uh, every other week and help out there. Um, so we're still doing uh, Thursday evening, every other Thursday, we do a Bible study in our home. Uh, this is with locals, and it's actually local leaders, so it's the leaders of the church. So it's uh, uh, not just a you know, simple Bible study. I mean, we, we get really deep into the, God's Word, and it's really gone well. Um, we did have one visitor um, here this year that came and visited, and um, you know, after a uh, unexpected deliverance session, uh, she asked the Lord into her life. So that was uh, that was a great experience there to see God move in her and, and just change her. So as far as Bev and I personally, you know, as far as you know, um, the support we get over there, uh, we're we're part of a very missional minded church that we do a lot of things with there and. Uh, this church has a lot of expats there that are from the U.S. or Canada. And so 
uh, that's been a, a big support for us because there's a lot of people that kind of have the same needs we have in regards to uh, immigration and, you know, getting licensed on the island and so forth. So we kind of group together and say, okay, here's what you need to do, where you need to go type things. And uh, we also are part of a small group through our church. So that is very supportive, you know, in regards to praying for us. Um, we also both attended, uh, you know, a, a men's and women's uh, conference uh, this year. So those are some of the things that help, you know, us, you know, and just kind of lifting us up. Um, but by far the highlight of our year was the team from Indie Vineyard uh, coming over and visiting us. Because of COVID, we had not had a team visit us for two and a half years. And so to see familiar faces come over there was just a tremendous blessing. Um, you know, if you talk to any of them, I think that you'll uh, find that they, you know, they saw God move and just, you know, just um, had a, a great experience there. And one thing I have learned from uh, leading and hosting teams that uh, have come over there is that when you go on these short-term mission trips, it changes you. It, it really does. I mean, it, it does something to you. And so I encourage you, if you've never been, and get the opportunity to, to go somewhere um, on a trip, I, I would encourage you to do that because it's it's an eye-opening thing, and it's it's again and I, again. I think you would the people that went would agree that you end up getting more out of the trip than the people that you go to serve. So God will really move your heart. Um, uh, also, just a, a note: if uh, again, if you're new to the church, those are online and so forth. If uh, if you would like to receive our newsletter, we have a monthly newsletter we send out. If you would like to receive that, if you would get your email address to one of the staff here at the church or Jane Folkin, something like that, they will get that to us and we'll put you on our newsletter list and you can receive that each month. So. It'll keep you updated, kind of what's going on there, some of our prayer needs, those type of things. Um, and then, as uh, Adam mentioned, there is a luncheon after church today. Uh, this church being the amazing church that it is, they're putting a luncheon on for us, and we'd love to see you in there. Uh, it'd be an opportunity for us to, uh, we'll have a time there to answer questions. So if you've got questions of you know, kind of how we got started, you know, just kind of what our day looks like, those type of things. Please feel free to come, and we'd love for you to come and join and just get to know us a little bit. So, and like Adam said, you get a free meal, right? So that's all good. So uh, thank you very much. I liked it. My wife wanted to close out here. She had a word to share, but thank you very much. Hi, I'm Beverly. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to... Uh, just kind of, there's a lot of new faces, so I don't know a lot of you. Um, but like John said, we, we've been gone for four years. But it was uh, probably two or three years prior to that that this church and everywhere I went kept saying, dream big, dream big. And I'm like, and, and some of you know this, but it's like, what does that mean? I don't, I, I really didn't know what that meant. I, you know, I was living my life. I was teaching school and minding my own business. And John and I, for four years, uh, we fed the homeless. I'm going to call them kids, but anywhere from 18 to 25, probably down in Broad Ripple. 
And uh, we did that just because we thought we were supposed to. And uh, so every once in a while, we would ask uh, Pastor Randy, you know, can we bring some of these people into the church, you know? And he's like, yes, that's fine. I don't know if he said it that way, but <laughs> but anyway, we brought some weird people into this church and, and to, to hear about Jesus, you know, other than what we were doing, feeding them on a Wednesday night. And we did that for four years. So anything that you do, you, you, you have to think back and go, was that a stepping stone of where you're going? Because that was a big stepping stone for John and I. Uh, John, John was like... Uh, I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's not what I'm called to do. I'm not doing that. And, and I'm like, well, I am, and I'm taking your daughter and one of our son-in-laws with me. And so, and then he decided, oh, I'm going to go to protect you. <laughs> and we're like, um, okay, if you, want, if you want to do that, you can come. And I'm telling you, that's how quickly God can change someone's heart. Because John went that night, and then from that moment on, he's like, so who's cooking the meal? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? What's, what are we doing? I mean, that is how quick God can change somebody's heart. And so anyway, we did that for four years, and that was a stepping stone into this Roatan thing. And so God really, I mean, he was calling us to Roatan, and that's a story in itself. But uh, after we decided to do that, we were like, how do you do that? I mean, we're not like in our 20s anymore. And so we, we, were, we went to uh, Randy and Jane, and we were like, what do we do? Do you just go over there and, and die? And, you know, they bring your body back. I mean, we didn't know what to do. Like, because we're not, that's, we didn't go at 20, you know, and have this big organization behind us and all that. We have you behind us. And you are who support us, and you are our umbrella. So when we need help and we need people to pray for us or we need answers, you are who we call. And so I just want you to know that, that that's how important you are to us. But anyway, so Jane, thank goodness Jane and her wisdom, said, well, what, have you ever thought about going two years and then you know, seeing what God's doing and then maybe stay another, you know, or come home or whatever. And we were like, that's it. The little light bulb went off and we said, we can do that. And so all I'm saying to you, especially those that don't know us, is that it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter the circumstances, your finances, any of that, that all it takes is for you to step out and go, okay, no matter where you are, whether it's in the workplace or it's overseas somewhere, it doesn't, in your neighborhood, it doesn't matter, but what you have to do is you have to step out, and that's all God's asking us to do, right? He's asking us to step out, no matter where we are and what we're doing, so I just wanted to encourage you with that, because John and I, we're old in this game, you know, as missionaries, you know, but I mean, you look at the Matthews. I mean, they picked up their whole family and went to Mexico. You know, we left our family. And those that leave in their 20s, they take their family and have families over wherever they go. But nevertheless, we left ours. We left our three daughters and their families and my four grandchildren. And let me tell you, but God, he, he, 
he keeps us. I mean, it, it, it's, it's something that you, you have to know what God wants you to do because when you leave things like that behind, oh, it, it's a tough one. So, uh, but thank you for praying for us. Thank you for the financial support you give us. And uh, I just want to encourage you to just step out and do whatever you feel like God wants you to do. Thank you, Randy. Why don't we all stand? I want to just pray for these guys. <clears throat> I want to just reach your hands out. Thank you, God, for John and Bev. Thank you for faith and for faithfulness. Their faith, their faithfulness, and God, your faithfulness in and through their lives. We ask that you bless them with uh, restoration, with hope, with uh, refueling, for this uh, fourth year of their two-year term. We thank you, God, that your timing is impeccable and that our times are in your hands. So we just ask that you bless them, be with them, pour out your love and your power upon them while they're here with us. And thank you for their friendship in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, you can be seated. Well, God, God is funny. Sometimes I just uh, maybe shouldn't make the confession, but I will make the confession. I knew John and Bev were here this morning. I did not know they were going to speak. <laughs> I missed that communication. I'm sure 12 people told me, but I missed it. Um, so my 26 page message <clears throat> has just been shortened. But but actually, let me tell you, I just, you know, spirit of this is how we do it. This morning, I, I get up fairly early and I start praying and you know putting what I think final touches on the message and and um and I prayed I mean I prayed at the beginning too it would have saved me a lot of time if I just heard this but I clearly heard the Lord say it was an audible voice but in my spirit as you know how God speaks I heard the Lord say they don't need a lesson this morning they need a license that was the word they don't need a lesson this morning they need a license and what the Lord was saying to me, and I think now to us, from, uh, from Isaiah 35, which we won't go to, we won't have time, Isaiah 35, 3 and 4, um, actually you can uh, fling that up in just a minute, um, the Lord said, you don't need to explain to them what it means to strengthen feeble hands or to encourage fainting hearts or to... Um, bring hope to, to uh, tottering people. You don't need to explain them how to do that. I, I'll do that. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to give them a license to go do it. And I, it's just interesting because I think that's what, Beth, that's what Bev just did. Bev just gave you a license to go out and strengthen the weak knees, to say to the, to the, to the feeble hands, it's going to be okay to say to hearts that are anxious and hurting and fearful, don't be afraid because God's coming. God's here in our midst. So that is the message this morning. You have a license to go into the world and strengthen weak hands and um, bring, uh, uh, bring soundness to weak limbs. You have a license, permission, freedom, and power to go into the world today, not next year, 
But today, in your neighborhood, in your, in your home, wherever you're headed this afternoon, and, and bring the good news. Would you put the scripture up there for me? Isaiah 35, I'm not going to teach. I'm really not. I'm standing right here. <laughs> Isaiah 35 is, is a wonderful picture of the millennial kingdom. All sorts of joy and healing. and You see all this stuff that, that God and only God can do. And then right in the middle, Isaiah plops this command. Strengthen the feeble hands. Steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He'll come to save you. Right in the middle of, of this description of what only God can do, and he started it, and he's doing it, and he will complete it, comes this uh, exhortation from Isaiah, straight from the heart of God to you and to me. Here's, here's the call. Strengthen the feeble hands. Who's weak and tired in your life right now and needs some strength? Guess what? They need your strength. Whose knees are about to give way? Who's kind of like literally shaking right now because they're about to fall? They're tottering because they don't have what they need. Who needs your strength and your support today? Not, not just a prayer, though we'll pray, right? but not just a prayer, but your hands with them, your legs with them, your shoulder to lean on. Who in your life right now has an anxious and a fearful heart? Do you know what causes you to be anxious and fearful? There's someone else in your life who's got that, that same uh, issue. You are commissioned. You are deputized this morning. You've been given a license to go and say to the ones with the fearful, anxious hearts, be of good courage. Be strong. Don't be afraid. Why? Because God's coming. And isn't that the incarnation? Isn't that what we're celebrating? The fact that he has come in the flesh. He's, he's, he's made his home among us. Never underestimate the power of your simple presence in somebody else's life. Just showing up just showing up. Isn't that what Jesus did before, you know, he started his big ministry? You know what his big ministry was? He was just here. He was just present. And because he came and now is with us, he's in us, and we get to go out, and we get to be the hands and the feet that bring strength and, and, um, and courage and hope to people. So um, that's your commission. That's your license. You don't get a lesson this morning, you get a license. You get to be empowered by the Holy Spirit to go out into the world and be the good news. Bring Jesus to someone very practically. I'm checking to see, Nick, do we have some words that are going to come forth? Or? Okay, all right. Then, uh, dance without a net up here. Um, I'll ask Nick and, uh, to come forward and to bring whatever words, but I want to encourage you with this, just so practical things for as this service um, falls apart. <laughs> I mean as we're dispersed. Um, this morning, though we didn't talk a lot about it, we sang a lot about it, we're praying for joy. 
that picture in Isaiah 35 are all the things that, that, uh, that only God can do to bring joy. Uh, before you leave today, while Michelle is playing at some point, walk up here and take a piece of paper and write down some way that you need God to bring joy either to your life or to someone else's life. I would love to fill this jar with prayers for joy in the lives of people and in, in, in us right here. So please don't forget that. Also, uh, at the when things do wrap up, uh, we will have personal prayer art, so it may be that God speaks to you in that way. You want to hear from God, go over and have someone um, pray, draw, and communicate God's heart to you. Okay. Hi, I'm Beth, and um, as Clint, my husband, and I were over there worshiping, I was feeling a um, like a just a lot of heaviness in my gut, just emotionally from just things that we're thinking about and praying through for our family. And I, I just felt like the Lord said, "Release those to me and worship." And as you release those to me and worship, um, my rivers of living water will flow out of your belly. They'll flow out of your belly and lift the heaviness. And so I was discerning and praying whether that would be for the church. And I, I really think it is, uh, as I read on down in Isaiah 35, after the verse we looked at, verse 5 says, Then the eyes of the blind will be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame will leap like deer, and the mute tongue will shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. So I just want to bless you all with rivers of living water to flow out of your belly and to lift off the heaviness uh, that you may be feeling right now in this season. God is really making all things new through his son, Jesus Christ. Thanks for that word. If that resonated with anyone, please come up during ministry time. We also received another word that there's an invitation to draw close with Jesus today. So if you, uh, it's just even just today is a special time where you can come and draw close with him. Uh, and so, yeah, if that resonates with you, come up during ministry time. All right, let's stand. Why don't we do this? Why don't you uh, make your way forward and write down your prayers of, uh, uh, for joy? Just come on forward, start it, we'll spread these out, and then uh, when everyone's had a chance to do that, then we'll ask the ministry team to come forward and we'll pray for each other. spread them out so come on forward we'll put some paper here I've got more paper here right on the front row. Bring a pen with you. 
come up and just uh, grab a few pieces of paper, take it back to your seat, write it there, bring it up afterwards, that's fine. if we can imagine the joy in God's heart as he hears these prayers, as he watches you write them out, as he thinks about the way he's going to bring joy uh, to individual hearts, how people are going to be strengthened with joy. Nehemiah says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Paul loves to talk about strength and weakness. He's big on weakness because he says, Where, when I'm weak, then I'm strong because it's the power of Jesus in us. So thank you for writing your prayers. If I could ask the ministry team to come forward now um, on the sides here. If uh, any of those things that were talked about, I I wonder if some of you uh, want prayer for God. How are you leading me to step out? What What do I do with my license today? What are you freeing me and permitting me, calling me and equipping me to do real practically? Maybe it's that invitation to draw near to Jesus that's yours this morning. So ministry team, a few up in here, that would be great. And over on the side, good. Okay. Let's pray. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for orchestrating good news for us, for invitations, for freedom, for license, Lord authorization to go into the world and bring your love and your power. We just ask that you would um, do your work, the work that only you can do. Release your joy in the midst of us as we look forward to remembering again the birth of Jesus. We pray in his name. Amen.